Hey, this is Dan, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast where I talk legal stuff with lawyers that I know, like, and trust. I hope you find the information really useful, and if you need legal help, that you reach out to one of these lawyers directly or drop by lawbydan.com, and I can steer you in the right direction. Here is your podcast. In this current economic climate, if you're a first home buyer, you're going to need as much help as possible. So in today's podcast, I'm talking with senior licensed conveyancer, Melina Constantino, about everything you need to know right now if you're a first home buyer in New South Wales. Melina, what are the current incentives for first home buyers in New South Wales as we talk today? Yeah, so there's two at the moment, Dan. The the first is what we call the First Home Buyers Assistance Scheme. And this is essentially a scheme that provides exemptions and concessions, so discounts on stamps for first home buyers. There are caps that apply though. So for a first home buyer who's purchasing a new or existing home, in order for them to receive an exemption from stamp duty, so pay absolutely no stamp duty whatsoever, the home must be valued at less than $650,000. Right. In order to receive a discount, so a concession, it will need to be valued between $650,000 and $800,000. Then, of course, as we move to any homes valued over $800,000, there's that full duty. And this can be disheartening to hear when, you know, you read stuff in the domain property price report that says the median house price in Sydney at the moment is $1.6 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, absolutely. But, yeah, but moving on to land, there's also some thresholds and, and caps for the purchase of land under this scheme. Now, in order to receive an exemption, a, a full no stamp duty, nil duty on a parcel of land, it must be valued at less than $350,000. In order to receive a discount, it can be valued between three hundred and fifty and $450,000. But then anything over $450,000, again, you're, in, you're incurring that full duty. There's no exemptions or discounts available. Now, with both of these, there is other eligibility criteria that the first home buyer must meet, including a residency requirement. Um, But if I just want to give an example and give some context around stamp duty and and figures, if I can. Yep. Go ahead. A little while back, I had a first home buyer who purchased a block of land for $427,500. Given she was a first home buyer who met all of the eligibility criteria, she paid $12,218.50 in stamp duty. If she was not a first-home buyer, she would have paid $14,747.50. So essentially, that's a saving of $2,529. What's interesting about this scheme, this first-home buyer's assistance scheme, is that it was introduced back on the 1st of July, 2017. Now, on August 1st, 2020, those thresholds we just talked about, they increased for both land, vacant land, and new homes. But then on the 1st of August last year, 2021, they reverted back to those thresholds that we just went through. So it it can be a little bit difficult for first-home buyers to claim anything under this scheme at the moment when we look Mm. at the prices in Sydney and New South Wales generally. 
The other incentive for first home buyers in New South Wales at the moment is the First Home Owner New Homes Grant. This is a one-off $10,000 grant available when the first home buyer builds or buys a new home. Now, that new home can be a house, a townhouse, an apartment, a unit that's newly built or purchased off the plan or even substantially renovated. Once again, you've got caps that apply. So for anything newly built or substantially renovated, the price can't exceed $600,000. For the purchase of vacant land where the first home buyer enters into a building contract with a builder, the total combined cost of the land and build can't exceed $750,000. Right. Melina, what changes have been implemented recently affecting first-home buyers? Yeah, so we saw some changes recently to that first-home-owner new homes grant scheme that I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. Basically, what's happened is that they've introduced this State Revenue and Fines Legislation Amendment Miscellaneous Act. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Um, This received assent in May of this year. And and the changes, what they do is they now clarify that in the instance a first-home buyer enters into a building contract, their eligibility for that $10,000 grant will be determined at the date the contract is completed rather than when the contract is made. And what that means is that any post-contract variations to the build will form part of the total combined value of the land plus build. So, for example, if a first-home buyer purchased a block of land at $440,000 and then entered into a building contract for $300,000, you might consider them eligible for that grant because the total is under the threshold of $750,000. However, in the instance that along the way they've entered into some post-contract variations, let's say they've upgraded some of their inclusions after the building contract was first entered into at a cost of $25,000, then the total combined value of land and house is $765,000, making Mm. them ineligible for the grant. Wow, that's significant. Absolutely, yeah. So they brought in the change because it was previously possible for parties to enter into post-contract variation Mm. and still claim the grant, but that's no longer possible. Melina, it's a bit of a moving feast. I mean, what changes are coming that you anticipate uh, for first home buyers uh, in New South Wales? Yeah, absolutely. So there are changes coming. The New South Wales government has announced that from the 16th of January, 2023, First home buyers who purchase property up to $1.5 million will be provided with the option to pay an annual property tax instead of stamp duty. The initiative will lower the upfront costs for first home buyers, meaning they don't have to save for as long to get into the market. Um, It'll also help boost the rate of home ownership in New South Wales, which, believe it or not, has declined since the 90s, particularly among younger and lower income groups. The initiative is in addition to those existing incentives that I spoke about earlier, being the First Home Buyers Assistance Scheme and the First Homeowner New Homes Grant. But because of the cap on those incentives, um, this annual property tax is aiming to help a broader group of first home buyers. 
As with all the schemes, there is, of course, further eligibility criteria that must be met. Um, and not all the information we want is available yet because the legislation hasn't been introduced. It is intended to be introduced later this year um, and further information will be made available then. Um, but here's what we do know. We do know how this property tax will be calculated. Um, the payments will be calculated based on the land value of the purchased property. And for the 2020-2023 financial year, the property tax rates will be $400 plus 0.3% of the land value for properties whose owners live in them. The tax rates will be indexed each year so that the average property tax payment rises in line with average income. After the enactment of the legislation and before 16 January 2023, a property tax calculator will be available. Um, but for now, there are actually examples available on the New South Wales government's website. And I wanted to share two of those with you. The first is Aisha. Aisha is buying her first home, a $750,000 apartment in Concord. The apartment has a land value of $270,000. As an eligible first home buyer, she qualifies for a concessional rate of stamp duty, so that discount we talked about earlier um, under that scheme, which would result in her paying $20,870. Now, under the annual property tax scheme, which is coming, um, the, the tax that she would pay for the 2022-2023 financial year would be $1,210. Now, she's hoping to upgrade to a larger home in about five years. So she thinks she'll end up paying less under the property tax option. And as such, she chooses that. The other example I wanted to share from the website is Renit. Renit is buying his first home. It's a $1.2 million townhouse in Newcastle. Mm -hmm. The land of this property is valued at $720,000. Stamp duty payable on this purchase is $50,875. And because it's above the thresholds we touched on earlier, uh, he's not eligible for an exemption or any sort of discount from stamp duty. The property tax that he would pay for this financial year, 2022-2023, would be $2,560. Now, he's not sure how long he's going to own the property for. Uh, he's heard that half of the owner-occupiers sell within about 10 years. And not having to pay stamp duty would really help lower his upfront costs of the purchase. So he also chooses the property tax. Those very examples and further information regarding this scheme is available directly from the New South Wales government's website. Um, but I do have some other interesting facts about this scheme that I thought I would share. Um, only first-time buyers are eligible. All other purchasers must continue to pay the, the normal stamp duty. Mm -hmm. The property tax doesn't pass with the property. So if you are buying a property from someone who paid the property tax, you're not going to be subject to it. Unless, of course, you're a first-home buyer who's eligible for the scheme and, and opts in. First-home buyers who sign a contract to purchase a property between the passing of the legislation and 15 January 2023 will be eligible to opt in, but they'll have to pay the stamp duty, I guess, up front, if you will, within the usual period. And then after the 16th of January 2023, they can apply to receive a refund. Um, and the last sort of interest, 
interesting fact I wanted to share is that for properties that are owned for less than a full financial year, the way that works is there will be a pro rata adjustment based on the number of days in the year the property has been owned. So the first home buyer doesn't have to pay it for the full financial year if they sell it partway through. Melinda, I was going to say that given the state of flux, uh, you know, within uh, the market generally, um, you know, an obvious place for people to go to become aware of all these changes is probably a New South Wales government website. But uh, I was just sort of, you know, given your response to these questions, I'm thinking that a far better way of doing this is just simply call Coots. Absolutely. There is a lot of information available on the New South Wales government's website and sometimes it's hard to interpret, you know, the yeah. language and, and things like that. So absolutely welcome to contact Coots and we can talk purchases through the options and, and what might be best for them and what's currently available and what's coming so that they can make an informed decision as they look to purchase properties and enter the market. Absolutely. Um, there is another scheme that's coming. Um, This is called the Shared Equity Scheme. The New South Wales government also announced this recently. This is where they, the New South Wales government, will pay a portion of the purchase price of a property in exchange for an equivalent ownership share of that property. The New South Wales government equity contribution will be up to 40% of the purchase price on a new dwelling and up to 30% of the purchase price for an existing dwelling. Now, this equity scheme is only going to be open to first home buyer key workers who are nurses, teachers, or police. Um, Aside from first home buyers, it's also going to be available to single parents with children aged under 18 or singles over 50 years of age. It's also planned to begin in January of 2023 and run for two financial years. Each financial year will be dedicated 3,000 places. Melina, great news. Uh, so encourage people uh, if they want to find out more about uh, you know the first home buyers grants and other incentives that might be applicable to reach out to you at Coots. Absolutely. Happy to have a chat with anybody who's looking to enter the market as a first home buyer. Melina, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me on all social channels, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube with the handle Law by Dan, or simply drop by lawbydan.com. Thanks.